Hello Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Albaverde, staff writer for the Lake City Reporter. You know, he's solid, throws a nice ball, uh, has good balance. Uh, yeah, he's he's good. You know, a lot of it. I mean, he's he's got good fundamentals, good technique, and throws a good ball. Um, we'll Did, see. I mean, so much of it to me is about decision-making and processing of information, you know, of more than how you actually throw it. And that's that's going to continue to be tested as we move forward. That was Florida coach Dan Mullen discussing the new guy under center, redshirt junior Kyle Trask, will make his first career start Saturday in the Swamp against rival Tennessee. What's up, Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On today's show, we will discuss Trask's first meeting with the media as QB1 and what he had to say about getting ready for this opportunity. In the second segment, we'll discuss what his head coach and teammates had to say about him taking over the quarterback position and their confidence in him. And in the final segment, we'll discuss what should be done, if anything, about Kentucky linebacker Cash Daniel trying to injure Trask in Saturday's game. But let's kick things off with number 11 and just where his head is at after his world has been turned upside down the past few days. He said after the game, he had over 100 texts in his phone, people reaching out to congratulate him. It is a situation that he is not used to, and we touched on it a little bit at the end of the show yesterday. If you guys have been following me since my SEC Country days, you will remember when I covered his recruitment and everything he's been through to get to this point. But I did learn something yesterday, and that is that Kyle has gone through a football season as a starting quarterback for a team. It was just his freshman team in ninth grade at Manville High School, and their school was so big that they had two freshman teams, and he was the starter for one of them. But that was back in 2012. That is how long it has been since Kyle Trask has been a starter, and now he gets that opportunity, and Gator fans everywhere should be grateful that he's here to receive it because he had his ticket out of here in the summer. He earned his bachelor's degree, giving him the ability to then go and transfer to another school and play right away as a graduate. But he decided against a Trasset that he never considered any other schools. He was so sold on being a Gator and not leaving, even though playing time did not look too promising for him. With the end of the 2018 season, Felipe Franks had established himself clearly as the starting quarterback, this was his team. He led the Gators to a 10-win season, but he still came into this year with a smile on his face, ready to compete, as he always has throughout his career. And now the fact that he didn't bolt pays off for him. Here's what Trash had to say about his decision to stay at Florida and not enter the transfer portal. Obviously, uh, this week you get your first opportunity to get your start. Um, did you ever think that this day would come? Um, you know, I, don't, I try not to, like, Thinking about things like that, I'm just really focused on my preparation, you know, being ready if my number ever gets called. Uh, now that it is here, I mean, how grateful are you that you made the decision to stay and, and not leave, knowing that you could have been a, a graduate transfer and, and went somewhere else and played immediately? Right, right. Yeah, I think, you know, the whole portal thing in the past year or two has been a big thing, but, you know, this is one of the best country, or excuse me, this is best one of the best schools in the country. So I figured, you know, why leave when I have, you know, top 10 education, you know, friends I love to be around, and, you know, a football team that's very supportive of me. And really I was just, you know, preparing every day as if I was a starter, as I should be. And you know, I just took advantage of my opportunity that was given. 
it was never a consideration? Uh, no, absolutely not. Um, yeah, like I said, this is one of the best schools in the country, and I did not want to leave at all. Now, Gator Nation, if Trask didn't have that attitude, didn't have that approach, and hadn't made that choice, Florida would not have beaten Kentucky on Saturday. Emory Jones could have come in that game and given the Gators a spark. I don't think a redshirt freshman in his first SEC road game would have been able to score 19 points in the fourth quarter the way that Trask did. And with him still being here, it makes life a lot easier for Mullen that he doesn't have to turn to an inexperienced signal caller. Jones is still going to play in this game and throughout the season, and we'll talk about that more this week. But the fact that you can have Trask, a guy who has been at Florida, been around the program, been through years of practicing against this elite Florida defense, and has played in a few games throughout his career. Again, I just think Gators everywhere should be grateful that he didn't make the decision to bolt because it would have put Florida's offense and Emory Jones in a really tough spot this year. Now he gets to play alongside Trask, come in the game with his packages that Dan Mullen designs for him, and have success game by game and kind of build himself up for the opportunity when he takes over as the full-time starter. But right now, this is Trask's job, and in the second segment, we're going to discuss what Florida coach Dan Mullen and some of his teammates think about what he will do with this opportunity. You're listening to Locked On Gators, your team every day. Everyone loves the comfort of their own home, but there's nothing like going to a game and being a fan in the stands. And whether you're looking for seats on the 50-yard line or front row tickets to see your favorite band in person, Vivid Seats is here to help you. Vivid Seats is the top source for purchasing event tickets in the online marketplace. You can search for seats by section, row, and price, all in the Vivid Seats app. The in-app loyalty program, Vivid Seats Rewards, allows you to purchase tickets to any concert, game, or show and earn credit towards your next live event. Visit the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Do that and you're automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program. Every purchase is backed by 100% buyer guarantee. From sporting events to theater shows, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the Vivid Seats app and become part of their loyalty program today. Welcome back, Florida fans. Now, when Felipe went down on Saturday, you saw Trask getting ready on the sidelines, and it looked like he didn't even flinch coming to the game, nor did any of his teammates and coaches. It was clear, judging by the fourth quarter of that game, that this team has confidence and belief in Kyle Trask. You could tell just by the things that Mullen was dialing up and the way that the players were playing for him. I mean, to be able to rally like that from a deficit on the road in front of a sold-out crowd you got to believe in the guy that's under center and that he's going to lead you down the field on those touchdown drives. But the thing for many of the guys on this team and Dan Mullen now for two years is that he's seen it in practice from Kyle Trask over and over. It's a reason why there was a competition last year and there was a competition in 2017. Now, during those time periods, Franks wasn't as far along as he is now, but Trask gave him all he could handle and more during those quarterback competitions. And even though he was a two-star recruit who never started in high school, he got an opportunity to show what he could do in these practices. And when you're going up against these stud defenders and DBU and you're making plays in the passing game, it's going to leave an impression on folks. I still remember Jalen Tabor just gushing about Trask and the way that he throws the ball. And I think it didn't take Mullen and Brian Johnson long last year to figure out that he was capable to run their offense and that they could have success with him. Once he got into the game at Kentucky, they knew what they wanted to do right away. And Mullen and his players had confidence that Trask was going to be able to bring the Gators back. You know, I, I think I think one of the things that gets, uh, like I talked about after the game, gets overlooked is was you know the maturity he brought to his preparation. You know, um, 
to be an older guy. You know, it's one thing like Emory that's still a young guy growing, developing, in, you know, I mean, in his second year in the program, waiting to be, you know, kind of the future quarterback of the program. Uh, to Kyle, that's kind of been in here and been around and hasn't gotten all the opportunities maybe you would want. But you know what? It never, never bothered him. You know, I mean, it just he kept, you know, taking care of his business, being prepared, ready for his moment. Give me an opportunity. I'm going to be ready. Continue to prepare and do that. I mean, it also says a lot in, in today's college football, right? I mean, my meeting with him after last season was, you know, I mean, do you, do you, do you want to be here? Do we need to help you, you know, go, go somewhere else? That's like the, the, the end thing in college football. How fast can, you know, if I'm not playing, how fast can I transfer? If I'm not going to start, if I'm not going to get this, if it's not me, 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 I need I, 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 well, I got to transfer. I got to do this. I got to be in the portal. Um, I was never that way. You know what I mean? He's a graduate of the University of Florida. He's getting a, getting a master's degree from the University of Florida. Uh, sees the bigger picture in life. Um, understands that he's being developed really well here uh, as a quarterback and was waiting for it. Loves the team, loves the program, going to work hard and ready for his opportunity when his number's called, which is kind of a throwback, right? And then, but then it's amazing to wonder, boy, he had the character and the readiness to go prepare and be ready for that moment. Well, uh, all of his actions that led up for him to be ready to walk into that game shows that he's going to have that character because of all of his decisions that he's made leading up to that. Hey, Dan, so going back to that meeting that you said that you had with Kyle, um, so how does that kind of come up? Is that something that you bring up to him, just kind of assuming that would be the case? or just What part? Uh, the part where you're kind of talking about, hey, like, what can I do for you um, if, if you are looking well, to I, move I have on? meetings with every player. You know what I mean? And, you know, in that situation, I mean, in today's world, I, I was just curious just to know what, where we're going to be as a program. And he's like, Coach, no, I'm all in. I want to be here. I want to go win the starting job. And I said, great. But you bring that up to him, actually? like, how Yeah, well, be because, I mean, he's not at the end of the year meeting. I'm looking at his grades, you know, in January. I sit down. Hey, let's go through your grades. Let's go through your performance last year. Let's Here's things you can do to improve where you're at. Where, where's your head at, you know, within the program? So it's a simple question is, hey, where's your head at? In this situation, you know, I mean, hey, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get reps and get a chance to compete. If it doesn't work out, is 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 this where you want to be? Is there, you know, in today's world, I gotta know that. If you know, I would, I, the worst thing could happen is all of a sudden that he walked out the door, and now we're in the situation we're in with with one scholarship quarterback. Uh, so I think those are just questions that I have and I ask in with all our players in meetings. You know, I have look, several times a year I have one-on-one -on -one meetings with everybody on the team. And you mentioned the decision that Kyle made to stay here. Um, and as you know, with his high school career, he also made the decision to stay at Manville with De'Ara King there. Mm -hmm. um, and at that time, he and his coach told me that the reason why, along with the Texas high school rules, was that he wanted to stay at Manville. Just when you look back on his high school career and now his college career, how unique has it been and how has that shaped the person and maybe player that he's become? Uh, that's a good question for him, you know, but I think it is very unique. And I, I, it is something that used to be common in college football that has become uncommon in college football. And not that transferring is wrong, you know. I, I don't have nothing against it. I, I, I just I think it, it all needs to be make sure it is, it is all for the right reasons. You know, for every, why are you doing, why would you go from one school to the other? And a lot of guys have really good reasons to do so, and I, I think that's fine. Um, but I think the character to stick it out and say, hey, be, uh, I'm going to go work to earn something 
is a great reason to stay, you know, because, you know, they say, hey, I don't, I don't want to wait around to earn something's not maybe a good reason to yeah. leave. Is it pretty rare to find that attitude in a kid in 2019, especially at not. quarterback? I hope not. You know, it'd be a bad for our society if it was. Florida wide receiver Josh Hammett also met with the media this week to discuss Kyle Trask, what he thinks about his abilities as a quarterback, and what he's seen from him during his time at UF. Here's what Hot Sauce Hammond had to say. Uh, I think he was very decisive. I think he came into the game and, you know, he was able to, you know, he knew where he was going to go with the ball and there was no, you know, second guessing about uh, should I do it, should I do it. Now he was, you know, he got the ball out pretty quick and he wasn't afraid to, you know, let it sling a little bit. And uh, Coach Mullen did a good job, you know, keeping calls pretty simple, you know, letting the first play him come out, you know, throw a hitch just to kind of get warmed up and get a feel for the game. And, um, you know, I think it was, you know, he came out and played at a really high level, just being able to execute and, and be really decisive on where he wanted to go with the ball. Josh, how would you say Kyle Trask is as a passer? How do you think he differs from Felipe Franks? I want to say, you know, Felipe has a, a really strong arm. Kyle's arm is, isn't as strong, but I think Kyle definitely isn't afraid to throw the ball. I, I want to say he's probably just a little bit more decisive than Felipe can be at times. Uh, I think that's probably the biggest difference between the two. Uh, and he doesn't run as much. So Felipe will tuck it and run. Kyle probably won't tuck it and run as much as, you know, Felipe would. And, um, but I mean, you know, both guys, uh, you know, Coach Mullen does a good job of putting them in the situations that they do well at, uh, knowing that Kyle's probably more of a, you know, gunslinger guy than Felipe is because Felipe is tucking and running when he needs to. And, uh, you know, just calling those plays to help Kyle excel when he needs Kyle to, you know, make plays for us. At the end of last year, obviously, Felipe had a strong finish to the season, established himself as a starter. Did you and your teammates expect Kyle to leave, especially knowing he was going to graduate? Uh, nah, we didn't expect Kyle to leave. Why not? Uh, just, you know, his he, he loves the university. He loves being here. Uh, you never get a sense from Kyle that uh, he didn't want to be here. Uh, you know, he loves his teammates. He, he loves his program. You know, he's been all in since day one. Um, so I think that's just been the biggest thing for us, uh, knowing that, you know, he, he loves where he's at. I, I never got that feeling that, that Kyle was ever going to leave just because how, you know, how he bought into it, even, you know, with Felipe being the starter, you know, he – Still bought into it, still tried to help Felipe as much as he can because Kyle's just a guy that just wants to try to help his team win and, and, and be a part of something special. So, But because he plays quarterback and he was a graduate transfer, was that a pretty unique decision that he made? Uh, it's definitely unique. Uh, I don't think you have much of that, you know, around anymore, especially with the new transfer portal and stuff, you know, guys up and leave, uh, you know, quick. But, um, you know, special for Kyle, you know, to finally get a chance to get out there and play and, you know, make the plays that he needed to make and uh, kind of get his name out there and, you know, be a big-time guy for our, for our program on Saturday. When we come back from this last break, we got to touch on this Cash Daniel situation and what Trash had to say about what the Kentucky linebacker did. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked On Gators, your team every day. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Welcome into the last segment, and now we have to discuss this Cash Daniel situation. If you haven't seen the video on social media, it is not a good look for the Kentucky linebacker. It was after Kyle Trask scored his touchdown run, and the Gators were going for two. Daniel comes in to make the tackle on Trask. They both go down in a pile, and as the sky cam goes over the top of it, and it appears that he tries to turn his ankle before he gets up. And as he goes to walk away, Trask immediately stands up and walks over and says something to him. 
Daniel barks right back and says something to him. I guess he didn't like getting called out for what he did because it looked like a really dirty play by him. Former Gators tight end and UF sideline reporter Tate Casey was the first person to point this out on Twitter. He was asking for video Sunday, and as the day went by, we finally got the Skycam shot where you can see a good view of it. And Trask came out on Monday and basically confirmed what everyone saw. Here's what Florida quarterback Kyle Trask had to say about what happened on the play. It's been a big viral thing on, on video of a player from Kentucky tur- trying to turn your angle on the two-point play. I mean, can you tell us what happened there? Um, well, yeah, I mean, as you all saw, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's football and, you know, it is what it is. So there's nothing I can do about it. So I'm just focused on Tennessee right now. It's all behind me. Looks like you said something about it, though. Uh, yeah, I was, you know, I was in the moment. <laughs> so I just, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, you know, it's in the past. Nothing I can do about it. Florida coach Dan Mullen was also asked about this on his Monday press conference and kind of what the protocols are for something like this. Because I'm sure when he sees an opposing player doing something like that to his quarterback, he wants the league to know about it. Here's what he had to say. There was a play on the two-point conversion where it looked like Cash Daniel was trying to turn mm-hmm. Kyle Trask's uh, ankle. Um, Tate Casey reported there's been some your players tweet about it. Just wondering your thoughts on it, whether it's something you turn into the league. Well, you know, I mean, when that stuff happens, that's that's something for the league office and the commissioner, you know. I mean, I'm sure that uh, it's around the media. I'm sure they've looked at it, and it's, I'm sure, something that they will they would address. And then Graham Hall from the Gainesville Sun reached out to the SEC office, and a spokesman said every week the league reviews potential video that needs to be addressed and then discusses it internally with the schools that are affected. So we're not going to know if anything comes from this unless Florida or Kentucky makes a statement. UK coach Mark Stoops will be on the teleconference Wednesday, and I'm sure he's going to get asked about this. At the end of the day, there is no place for this in the game. I've heard some folks on sports radio this week and even other people that I've talked to say, hey, this type of stuff happens all the time. It's been going on forever. Guys try to hurt each other in the pile. And while that may be true, you also used to be able to try and take a player's head off and have helmet-to-helmet contact and have crackback blocks. And all the things that they've now outlawed in football and you can get ejected for from games because it's 2019 and we now have video and Skycam and we can go back and review plays and see when guys do things maliciously on the field to toss them out of the game. And I know that there are fans all across the country that have hated to see some of these targeting calls that have been questionable over the years. And obviously we just had a few in the Florida Kentucky game. But my thing is, if we're going to use video and all this technology that we have to stop games and go back and look at whether a guy's helmet made contact with another player the wrong way, that on hits that oftentimes are not intentional, if we're going to keep throwing guys out of games for that, well, then this falls under the same category. Because this is intentional when a guy goes after the whistle is blown and tries to injure another player. I just hate seeing stuff like that. It's one of the most classless things that you can do in this game. And just imagine this. Imagine if Kyle Trask would have gotten hurt on that play. Imagine if he's down on the field with an ankle injury. They have to go back to replay and they see Daniel hurting him. Can you just imagine what that scene would have been like after Florida loses its starting quarterback to a gruesome ankle injury and then its backup gets hurt by a Kentucky player? A guy who, by the way, got to go fishing with Tim Tebow on SEC Network and act buddy-buddy with Florida's former quarterback goes out there on Saturday and tries to injure one of Florida's signal callers with a dirty play. I'm not saying that the guy necessarily needs to be suspended. Trask didn't get hurt, so it's probably not going to happen. 
But this is something that the SEC and the NCAA at large is going to have to figure out because what happens the day a player is injured in the game because someone from the other team hurt him after the play and it gets caught on camera? If you're going to throw guys out of games for making incidental helmet-to-helmet contests and make them sit out the first half of the next week, somebody is eventually going to get suspended trying to hurt a player the way that Daniel did. He's lucky that Steve Spurrier is not the coach at Florida because when Florida State's Darnold Dockett did this to Ernest Graham in 2001, Spurrier actually tried to have him prosecuted. The HBC did not mess around when it came to stuff like that. That'll do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On today's show, we discussed the decision Kyle Trask made to stay at Florida and how it has benefited both him and the Gators. In the second segment, we discuss his head coach and players being confident in what he can do at the quarterback position. And in the final segment, we discuss this Daniel incident and what could be done about it. On tomorrow's show, we'll continue talking about the quarterback position, but just a different guy. Redshirt freshman Emory Jones is also expected to get more playing time with Franks' injury. We'll discuss how Dan Mullen plans to use him alongside Kyle Trask and what a two-quarterback system could look like for the Gators. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked On Gators, your team every day.